You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the weekly leader training podcast for the Gospel Project for Students. I'm Andy McLean, the content editor for the Gospel Project uh, for Students. And uh, with me in the studio is Amanda Mejias. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, Andy. Amanda's the uh, production editor for the Gospel Project for Students. And uh, and so we're basically the Gospel Project for Students team, other than our designer, uh, who currently happens to be Matt. We'll give a shout out to Matt. Matt, thanks for designing for us. But uh but yeah, so um, so what you're listening to is, like I said, the leader training podcast. These leader training podcasts basically replace uh, the videos that we used to do uh, in terms of uh, trying to you know equip leaders week in and week out uh, as they prepare to lead a group of students through the material, right? So we wanted to make leader training more effective. And, uh, and one of the ways in which uh, we were going to uh, accomplish that was by making these just into an audio format, right? So it's easy for you to kind of plug and play these within uh, the car on the go. You don't actually have to log into a website to access the videos. And so we hope that these are more accessible, uh, that you can listen to these on your, on your way to, to work as you're thinking about this or on your way to church as, you're, as, you're, uh, as you've already prepared throughout the week. And so whenever the case is, uh, we hope that, uh, that you utilize this and that this helps you uh, in your group preparation. Okay, so, uh, so here we are. We are at Volume 7. So this is the spring quarter, the spring of 2020, Volume 7. Uh, the title for this quarter is Jesus the Messiah. And so... Um, yeah, so basically what we have done thus far, if you've been sort of going with us, is that we have gone through the entire Old Testament. We have spent a year and a half in the Old Testament, and so now we are about to do our journey uh, through the New Testament, and that is going to basically take us um, a year and a half as well, right? So this is a three-year journey, uh, a chronological journey through the storyline of Scripture, and so a year and a half in the Old, year and a half in the New. So this is a great moment to sort of jump on board uh, it, maybe this is your first quarter with us, and so if, that, if that's the case, this is great to kind of jump in in the New Testament, uh, sitting under the teachings of Jesus, and and so. But if you've been with us this far, I mean, you know, basically we we've kind of been um, laying out obviously this whole story of redemption, right? Creation, fall, uh, and 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 basically kind of waiting for this redemption to take place, this this promise of God to be fulfilled. And, um, and so we sort of ended the winter quarter, you know, with this last word and, and Malachi, and then, we, and then we kind of mentioned that there's going to be this sort of intertestamental period of silence uh, that takes place uh, for 400 years. And, um, and so we're going to basically kind of pick up in history and, 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 and what takes place here at the, um, at the beginning of uh, our series now. So... A couple of housekeeping details before we actually jump to the first session. Number one, these sessions will be a lot shorter, uh, but you know, because it's the first one, I kind of wanted to mention a few things, um, a couple of pieces of our Bible study material that's important. Uh, you have the leader guide. Hopefully, they're just going to give you obviously the content to prepare uh, your lessons for students. Uh, the daily discipleship guide, extremely important, especially for those participants, those students who were in your group. Uh, not only to have actual material to engage with during group time for them to kind of follow along and and see the questions that they're answering and engage with those even you know with pen and paper, but also it has these these daily devotions. It's going to kind of help 
uh, elaborate and clarify some of the things that they're learning, you know, during their personal study time throughout the week. And so make sure that you get those. Those devotional pages are perforated, so you can tear those out, leave the book in class, and give those to your students on the go. We have a leader pack that has additional materials, poster pack items that have informational charts or more inspirational charts, more artistic posters that you can kind of hang up or digitally send to your students um, you know, in an Instagram or just wherever the case may be. Um, so there's lots of stuff in that leader pack that can help you, again, in your uh, leading students to the material. So I think that's enough housekeeping details. Let's kind of jump right into the material if we can. Uh, again, <clears throat> we are at Volume 7, and uh, the unit that we're at this time is Unit 19, Session 1. So there's a lot of numbers there. Volume 7, Unit 19, Session 1. Okay? So now you may think that we would obviously uh, just go straight to the birth narrative. That would make sense, right? Right. Um, I mean, that's where most people do. Uh, if they're going to be talking about, you know, entering into the New Testament, but but uh, but we're going to kind of take a bird's eye approach and just kind of want to maybe give a little bit of a, a, a background or a brief. Uh, just go ahead and state the purpose for why Jesus came, okay. and uh, before we get into those birth narratives. And so the title for this session is "Jesus is the Last Adam." Uh, we're going to be a little bit in Luke, uh, but also the majority of our time is going to be in Romans chapter five. The big idea, the main point for this session is this. The Son of God came to bring those spiritually dead to life. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, it's it's before we sort of get into the all the reasons and the details of why Jesus came and start really kind of filling out, you know, uh, his his teachings and his his miracles and uh, you know all the all the parables and and then finally before we even get to the to the cross and crucifixion, I mean let's just go and take a step back and 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 just lay the, the the foundation for the fact of of why he came. He came because we are dead, like we are spiritually dead, and and we've learned that throughout the entire Old Testament. I think you know those, one of the things that we've seen ever since Genesis chapter three is that that we are um we we are just sinful people right we are born into sin we we rebel um mm-hmm. uh, willfully right uh we transgress willfully uh you know sin is talked about in lots of different sort of categories and, and different ways but um but it's interesting you know this this thing about sin because we 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 do talk about it early on in the session and uh, even the author kind of makes use uh, this language of it as in terms of like DNA and stuff like that. But but <clears throat> oftentimes, you know, and Amanda, you, you tell me if you would agree that that not only adults, but you know, as students as well, we kind of think of sin totally, uh, completely in terms of like behavioral things, right. like things that we do. Right. Like, um, okay, I lied to my parents or I cheated on this test. Like, those are the bad things that we do, and that's why God's not happy with me. It's the actions or the outward things that we do. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think that that's I think that's the kid too. And and, and if we if we uh, say that, okay, well, man, I gotta, I you know, I, I I cuss like a sailor. You know, I have a real speech problem. Right. Uh, then they they would acquit. That, that's what they just think. They just think of it in terms of like you have a okay, you have a speech problem, uh, or you know you have. Uh, well, I've been going too far with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I, I, I have uh, this this uh, you know this problem with with intimacy going too far. And the issue is no, you don't have a speech problem. You don't have this sexual promiscuity problem. The the real issue is you have a heart problem, right? right? So the issue goes much deeper. 
than just the behavior, right? right? Yeah, and and it's important to know that it's a heart thing because if we think it's just actions and the things that we do, then we think that we can just clean it up ourselves. Okay, well, if I have a lying problem, then I just need to stop lying. Or if I have, you know, if I'm going too far with my boyfriend or girlfriend, then I need to stop. Um, but if it's a heart issue, we can't change our own hearts. Um, and I think that's where this um, lesson really gets to. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think that that's great. You know, I always heard it and <clears throat> I like to use the illustration of like <clears throat> pollution in a river. You know, if we're out there one day and we, uh, you know, uh, we see just tons of pollution, these bottles, these uh, things floating downstream, you know, these big containers, just things that are not natural that shouldn't right, be in a river. Yeah. They're actually polluting it. And and there's two things we can do. Number one, we can just kind of sit there where we are and start chunking these things out of the river and put them on dry land, trying to clean up the river that way. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it's still coming, right? So it doesn't yeah. stop coming. So we can kind of deal you know, immediately with the with the things that are coming coming our way, the things the the sort of the physical manifestations of sin. Or option two, we can actually go upstream and find the source of that pollution yes. and deal with it there. And so I think that that's you know, and, and that source, Jesus is very clear about this that all that stuff stems from the heart, right? right. So it's an overflow of the heart that the mouth speaks. All of this stuff. Uh, I think that's why it's so cool that the main point of this lesson doesn't say the Son of God came so that we could modify our behavior. Mm, Um, It says that the Son of God came so that those who are spiritually dead come to life. And that's what we want to teach our students. That is not behavior modification that we're after. We're after their hearts. Jesus is after their hearts. And um, I think that's got to be the heart behind how we teach it. Um, Because it's easy to say, like, you just need to clean up your act. Like, but that's so much more. Yeah, yeah. And that's this is one of those points that I would definitely kind of camp out with students on. Uh, I think there's a lot here. There's a lot in terms of application. And plus, it just kind of sets the stage for why Jesus came. He came to kind of, as a fulfillment of that new covenant, to give you a new heart. You know, you needed this heart of stone replaced with a new heart. And, uh, and Jesus came to do that. He came to bring those spiritually dead to life. We couldn't, you know, we can't resurrect ourselves. We no. can't, you know in and of ourselves bring spiritual life. Right. Uh, and so only Jesus can do that. And so uh, this is uh, this is good because, you know, people, I think, won't appreciate, students or adults won't appreciate the good news of why Jesus came until they first really sense and understand and feel the gravity and force of, of you know, what he came to save us from, right? So if we just kind of think of, Oh yeah, you know Jesus came to help me with my with my with my language, just to kind of clean it up, or you know to to help me with my manners, you know, just whatever you know these yeah. individual things are. He kind of came to give me a to provide me a moral example on how to live this type of way. Yeah. No, he came to actually rescue you because you were dead, mm-hmm. and um, and so um, I, I think that that translates a little bit differently, right? Um, Getting into what Jesus actually came to do, if I if I understand, you know, my the the need that I have for Him. Yeah, the whole you know this whole unit, um, we're gonna get into Jesus coming. But before there's good news, we have to understand the bad news, or else the yeah. good news isn't really good news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, any other things that you would uh, emphasize to students as you kind of walk them through this first session? 
Yeah. Um, I again, I love the part um, where we get into justification and understanding. You know that it was Jesus's death on the cross that is what um, you know paid our penalty, and making sure that um, students understand that it is Jesus taking on that sin is the reason why we can God can look at us and say you are no longer guilty. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of theological vocabulary in this session. So mm-hmm. even when we talk about imputation, yeah. right? That's uh, that's a big it's theological not a term. word I often use in high school <clears throat> or middle school, Andy. Right. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I totally understand that. And, of course, you know, we wouldn't put something in there that we didn't explain. But, you know, I mean, it is, you know, as a leader, it's important for you guys to walk your students through some of this stuff because, you know, yes, we can um, we can perhaps talk about these concepts um, and, and trying to avoid sort of the, the official terminology, or we can just kind of really provide the official terminology, help build their theological vocabulary, yeah. um, while also, you know, putting some real handles on the way to explain these things to your students. And so don't, you know, don't, don't, don't um, be fearful in doing that. You want them uh, to grow up and, and to build in, in their theological vocabulary, their their theological understanding of things, these the they're they're used to specialized language. Right. I mean, these kids are taking you know AP Bio and stuff like that. They're picking up some big words. Right. You know, they take anatomy and physiology. They 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 can pronounce you know things that you cannot as an adult leader <laughs> yeah. pronounce. And so uh, don't 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 worry. They can deal deal with imputation, but take the time to explain it. Take the time to explain justification and sanctification. Uh, in, in the ways that we've provided here mm-hmm. uh, because we want them to definitely walk away with that. So, well, that's uh, that's enough uh, for this first session. And uh, we hope that it benefits you. We hope that you have a great first session with your students. And we will see you here next time for Unit 19, Session 2. Thanks for being with us. Thanks.